If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 Anajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Yeah, no, it's uh, you know even better than expected, and I was expecting you know really good things. Um, each of those guys has come in, learned the offense, and you know, really integrated themselves well with the team. Uh, and each of them bring you know different things to the table. So I think we got kind of a, a wide array of you know kind of tools and different skill sets in those rooms. And it's Gardner Minshew talking about the Jaguars receiving core. They've been pretty good. Dee Westbrook, by the way, didn't say this, but uh, and I don't really know if anything's uh, up with him severely or not, but it looked like he kind of got out of practice at some point today. So we'll keep our eye on that. But uh, Doug Marone usually will talk on Monday. We'll see if he practices or if there's any updates. Um, but sometimes guys just whatever, you know, get dinged up or go to uh, – uh, the cooling off period for yeah. a myriad of reasons. Ronnie Harrison was back on the field, uh, which is good. And 18 players actually had a, a maintenance day, if you will. Load of management. <laughs> I don't know if they want to use that or not, but it was a maintenance day. Yeah. And that's weird, right? That's different. When you play, yeah. I don't think you had too many days like that. Or I mean, there were veterans days. Well, I didn't earn them. Yeah. Uh, no, there's veterans days for sure. Um yeah, and I'm not sure how many teams right now in the NFL are doing this kind of thing. Maybe. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, I think Doug Marone said that this has always kind of been the plan. So be it. I would make the argument last year you kind of followed that same template, and we saw how the team turned out to be, right? Week one, week two. So, listen, there's right now we don't know what what's the right way to do things, what's the wrong way to do things. I get what Doug Marone's trying to do, though. Listen, in terms of the defensive, defensive line right now, um, there's attrition going on, right? Like you're just trying to make guys get to the, the starting line uh, of week one. So I think right now keeping guys healthy is the top priority. Maybe even more of uh, seeing who you have in terms of live hitting, stuff like that. You want to keep guys healthy for week one. I understand that. My only you know, counter to that would be like, well, you tried that last year and it didn't work out to own, especially with such a young team where you have to see what you got. Hopefully you have more hitting coming up here pretty soon. Yeah, I I uh, just tease. I thought about this in the shower today um, and this wasn't it. So I'll get to that point in just a moment. <laughs> if you're if you're waiting for that discussion, it's coming up in a second. But, you know, to your point, and again, Doug, Doug Marone has to be like, what in the world this week? Mm-hmm. Alone. This week started with Rodney Gunter uh, again, and thoughts are with him. Uh, yeah, you gotta be careful not to sound like selfish if you're Doug Marone or anybody else. I mean, that is a serious, serious deal with Rodney Gunter. But and, it's, a, and it's bigger than football. Uh, and that's my point. Yeah, yeah. that's well said. Uh, but my goodness, I mean, look at what's happened. Uh, D Rock, Michael D uh, just put this out, and, and this kind of sums it up. Carl Davis suspended. I mean, were they relying on Carl? No, but he was suspended earlier, like months ago. Mm -hmm. Calais Campbell traded. Al Woods opted out. Lorente McRae opted out. Brian Price Price, uh, injured reserve. Dontavious Russell, IR. Rodney Gunther has the art issue, retires. Aaron Lynch retires. Josh Morrow just got suspended. I mean, that's two, four, six, eight, nine, nine, nine things that have happened to your defensive line. Oh, by the way, Yannick Ngakwe still isn't on the team. Yeah. So that's 10, and one of them's your own doing in Calais Campbell. I mean, you, you traded them away. But outside of that, 
I mean, holy cats. I mean, you can't you can't make that many moves on the transaction wire to make up for all that. Uh, that's a that's a lot of things happening. And maybe it really will hurt the Jags, by the way, not to have a 90 man roster this camp. Yeah. They did for like a week or a few days, but then they got down to 80 so they could all practice together. Yeah. And you almost wonder if that will really hurt them because they could have added more depth and see guys or whatever. But, I mean, that's that's the final 10. I'm not going to put too much stock in it. And to be honest with you here, let's just say take Calais off the list. Al Woods was supposed to be a part of something, a, a bigger part of it. Mm-hmm. Lorente McRae, big part of special teams. Mm-hmm. Gunther was supposed to be a big part of it. Mm-hmm. But let's not kid ourselves. Carl Davis, Brian Price, even Dontavious Russell, mm. Aaron Lynch, and Josh Morrow. Mm. I mean, if you told me at the end of the year, without all this other stuff happening, that those guys combined to play 12 snaps in 2020. Well, I, th- I think Aaron Lynch could have did something, to, could, be, listen, to be fair, because he's got some experience. Bro. No he's doubt, man. It's one of my predictions that yeah, I thought he might right. break that's out. That's right. Do we know what happened to him, by the way? Do we know why he retired? No. Never? Okay. Then I don't right. think he went into any more depth on it. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, but, I mean, so five of the, you know, and Jan is Jan still, and Calais is Calais. So five of the eight moves yeah. are really like, okay, it, I don't know if it happens, but if they got to hurt instead or whatever, instead of retiring, the the, the Gunther moves, the, the Gunther one is still the biggest one. McRae, yep. I still think when it, the opt-outs, we thought McRae more than Woods and even more than Melvin would hurt. Mm-hmm. And probably still so. And, and to be in reality, Woods might hurt. It's just hard for me to put how much on it. Because you don't know who he is. Because we really haven't seen him. Yep. And I will say still, I mean, we'll see if Dontavious Russell is able to get healthy or not, but... Uh, for later in the year, but you you do have Avery Jones and you have Devon Hamilton, so you got a couple bodies there still, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe not as the bodies you wanted, but you still have bodies. So it still leaves a gaping hole. Uh, moral of the story, which has been the story of the week here in Jacksonville at three technique and big end, mm-hmm. uh, and right now filled up by uh, Dewan Smoot and Taven Bryan. Uh, Saw Cassius Marsha flash a little yeah, bit today, too. Yeah, it was too. pretty good. Yeah, I was going to say, hey, Uncle Dave gave me a call, but never mind. Cassius Marsha's got that spot on lockdown yeah. right now. Looked and pretty good. you beating tattoos. He's got, he's got, uh, careful now, Brent. I, I, I haven't seen what he's got all got to offer here. All right, this is a pretty big canvas I got going on. Well, he's coming down his leg, too. Yeah, but does he have the whole back covered, the whole chest covered? I don't know. It sounds like a tattoo off to me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but no, so Cassius Marsh, it's interesting, right? Because he seems to be very versatile. And I talked about that when he when the Jaguars signed him, where I think he's kind of that tweener between a linebacker and also a defensive end. Because you've seen the size of him, Brent, right? He's more, I'd probably say he's probably smaller than when Yannick Ngakwe even is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it's I'm, close. Well, and maybe it's but his that's cho- a good visual. No, and maybe it's his choice of outfits too that he's wearing, <laughs> yeah. right? Because he's not wearing a lot to the leaving lots of imagination. But he's not big. Like he's, he's not like uh, Josh Allen looks uh, leaner. Yes, but Josh Allen's still a lot bigger. And same thing with Chase on too. I would say. I would say too. And Chase yeah. on's like two forty five. Allen's uh, weighing in the uh, word is around two fifty two fifty five. Yeah. So. Yeah, I would say so, Matt Marsh is probably under 240. Let's say so, that. Yeah, and, and with that being said, I'm not sure what kind of special teams guy Cassius Marsh is, but I'm saying from a personnel standpoint, I think he gives you an ability to do some maybe some wrinkles, let's just say, some interesting things pending that he makes a team. But right now, let's be honest, I think he's making a team. I mean, there's not a lot of other options. I'm telling you, we're going to do that maybe next week. Think about it over the weekend. We'll watch a little more practices too. Yeah. And I want to find, like, who's the diamond in the rough, Yeah. right? Who Who is that? 
needle in a haystack guy that really was just on the roster for a body probably take a look at. Now they would say otherwise, but yeah. uh, and is like now he's not only making the team, but he might have to play and maybe emerges. Hey, that's how things happen. That's how undrafted free agents become stars. I mean, it's not like unheard of in the NFL. So it's not unheard of at any level. Uh, so sometimes you run into something, a little stroke of luck. But I want to do that next week uh, as we research and watch these guys a few more days on the practice field and say, okay, who is it Cassius Marsh? You know, is it uh, Gotsis? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those guys that like, hey, you know what? Might not be too bad. Yeah. Might have fell into something. Yeah. Uh, and that's the fun at camp because you can say it in camp until – uh, you start playing games and they're not even active. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that they're not. All right, serious question here. Very I mean, serious. this is serious. Yeah. Uh, this is the shower question. Yep. I was thinking of this today. What do you got for us? Bro? How many, if you're married mm-hmm. or have a significant other that you live with, fiance, whatever. I qualify. How many bottles of shampoo slash conditioner? Do you have in your shower? Coos, how many bottles of shampoo and conditioner do you have in your shower with your fiance? Two total. Like two total. One shampoo, one conditioner. That's it. That is amazing. That's all she's rocking. That I just use whatever she gets. Your hair's long. I'm sorry. I just use the shampoo and conditioner that she gets. Yeah. Okay. Is it? That's all she needs. Okay. Any? uh, Do you want to give us the label? I honestly don't even know what the label is. Okay. Oh, we got all different kinds, man. Okay. Who are you telling, Brent? And listen. I've never even heard of these things. And it's Friday, so I'm sure my wife's probably listening right now. I'm going to get a a phone call or a text message here, and I don't care. Even though it's Mexican food night and it's a big night at our house and it's a lot of celebration, a lot of love, I'm going to get roasted for this when I get home. I don't care. Brent, we have, like, I'm not kidding you, about 10 different kinds of shampoo and conditioner. Do you know how many of those I use? Goose egg. None. Okay. Goose egg. And it's like, it's the same bottle, but like a different label. It's like, well, this one's for like the curly stuff or like this one's for like <laughs> enhanced, enhanced straightening or tangler. Color. Tangler. Tangler. And then you got like the color enhancement one. Hey. This is for thick hair. Here's the thing. Exactly. Take all those shampoos. Take them all. Put them into one bottle. Problem solved. Well, this is the, this is what I get or we get. If the bottle is like now down to about an inch left in the bottle, maybe two inches left in the bottle. Yes. I swear Steph just gets another one. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, why can't it you all? use the last two inches of the Let bottle? Let it go. Let it go. So it's... I try, I'm trying to use them and then just throw them in the trash yeah. can. Use them, throw them in the trash can. We're the exact... I don't have a lot, especially since I cut my hair. I don't <laughs> have a lot to wash. And listen, once again, I don't. I'm going to get some text messages here, and that's fine because I'm passionate about this. But it's almost like they have abandonment issues where it's like you got, you got like a little quarter left. Let it go. It's going to be okay. Just let it go. I, Pull the I band-aid. Was, I'm looking it at off. it today, and it's like we've got this little, uh, like, I don't know, a ledge. Yeah. Right? Yep. So Same we don't really have, like, we don't have, like, a spot for it. Yeah. So the spot is the ledge. Yeah. Well, the ledge is decorated with shampoo oh, yeah. and conditioner bottles. Same thing with us, man. Same thing with us. It's, it's only two of us. At least I don't have, I mean, <laughs> Ronan's not shampooing us here. So it's literally just two of us. It's ridiculous. So you're supposed to be the one that uses that last little bit in those bottles. Like, Nicole, when she doesn't want that, she'll go get a new one. But I'll be like, I got at least two more weeks out of this. I'll pour some water in there, shake it up. I'm good to go. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I've been trying to do and eliminate. But they keep growing it's like i will say this when you get to an end of like the conditioner or shampoo or whatever it is it's like it never ends yeah 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 you can't get the last drop out of there yep 
So that's what stage we're at. But I was thinking that that's that's where show topics come up sometimes. No, in the it, shower, I'm looking at it today. I'm like, is this, so like right. is this just us? How much body, body wash do you have? How, how many different body washes do you have? I don't think I don't think it's the big body wash. Like, oh, I know we have my, a couple. Yeah, but I've actually got. I don't even know where I've gotten them from. Yeah. I don't even use them. Yeah. Like, uh, isn't there like uh, like body Dude. wash stuff for men? I will use soap. I don't use the I bottle get, stuff. I just get what my wife gets. Cause, you know, she's like in the whole alternative medicine thing. So body washes are super important to us, I guess. Uh, right. And we, we can't, <laughs> and we can't have the aluminums. Right. Brent, you can't have the aluminums. You, you can't have the, the, the toxic stuff. Right. So like, Hey, ax shower gel. We'll see you later. Hey, old spice. Take a hike. We, we need all natural stuff. So we have like certified organic fair trade. Body washes, but we don't just have one. We have the chamomile, which I thought was a tea made into a body wash. We have green tea body wash. We have lavender body wash. We have sleepy time body wash. <laughs> we have like we have something for every single like thing you can think of. Like hey, are, are, I like it. are you feeling energetic? Well, put some sleepy time on. Are you feeling a little tired? Put some energetic stuff on. Like it's insane, man. Uh, Daniel uh, says we went from hot Cheetos to shampoo, raising the intellectual portion of the show. This is real life stuff, man. I'm wearing a sleeveless T-shirt. What more do you want from us, man? Like, yeah, I mean, it's Friday. We never said we're intellectuals. Speaking of uh, back to sports, the NCAA says you get your fall year of eligibility. Cause why is this new news? I thought they've already said that. I don't think they officially like. I think the idea was that they were going to say it, right? I thought when the NCAA, I guess they said. Uh, you know, when they came out with the and they said you, you're not going to be allowed to sign a waiver. Yeah. And if you opt, okay, maybe that's what I said. If you opt out, you'll get your eligibility back and you get your scholarship. This is a differentiation because of the fall sports being canceled. Yeah. Uh, so that makes some sense. The NCAA Division One Board of Directors voted Friday to give all fall sports student athletes an additional year of eligibility, an additional year to complete it through a blanket waiver. Listen, it's the right thing to do. I'm glad they're doing it. I'm starting to get really concerned for high school kids and and the recruiting classes and opportunities. I I don't know if I'm um, hitting a panic button that shouldn't be hit, but it just doesn't it doesn't add up to me. Now, in fairness here, we're talking about spring sports already happening and the fall sports happening. So it's still just one cycle of recruiting. Yeah. And depending on how schools want to deal with this, like the spring, keep in mind when we when we visited this before. You might have a softball team. I think UNF, when we had them on, and they had a softball team that had two seniors. And one was not going to use the year of eligibility I remember that. and graduate. And the other was thinking of it, I think, uh, or, or maybe was. So really, they just had one extra player. They can continue on with their recruiting cycle and whatever else. They just had one extra player. It really taxes a team that has like eight seniors and six of them are planning on coming back. Now, that might be a good thing for the coach if you're – if you're good mm-hmm. and they're good and to get them to come back, but you also were recruiting to replace eight seniors. So what do you do? How do you fill that? And what kind of logjam does that present? Maybe the truest logjam doesn't start to happen until we see two of this. Like if the spring sports were to get shut down again, then what? Yeah. Like if, if for some reason collegiate athletes have spring sports shut down for two years, uh, or two two seasons. Well, now they got two extra years. That's two recruiting cycles. I mean, that's hard. That's that's making the math in my head go bananas. Insane, I can only man. imagine what what happens. Uh, and that's where maybe the logjam presents itself. One other thought here: Iowa, I think, canceled like four sports today, or 
Yeah. Boom. Done. Mm-hmm. I think swimming was involved and a couple others. And that continues to happen. Like that was a headline a few months ago. But now that we're back to playing sports and NBA playoffs are on and NHL playoffs and golf and Dustin Johnson's trying to break 60 and uh, baseball and we're on the cusp of football season. We don't really talk about it anymore, but it has been a continued domino and more of these announcements as uh, colleges are cutting athletics mm-hmm. in some parts. Iowa, the latest to do it today. You know, I, I want to touch this topic real quick. Notre Dame a couple of days ago uh, had 178 students test positive for COVID-19. That's them from a party. So they shut down all their on-campus classes. Now they're online. What are your thoughts about athletics going forward as far as like Notre Dame, right? Notre Dame joins the ACC right now. Like, is it feasible that the only way this is going to work out for college football and other sports is if the students are off campus? And, like, you're essentially, you know, you have the players in a bubble. Or can you foresee this thing coexisting with students on campus and all that party stuff and all that good old well, stuff going on? Well, I don't yeah. think it's going to coexist in an effective way with parties going on. Yeah. It's going to spread. You know, I mean, there's, there's no doubt about that. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Why do the numbers go up? Well, most of the time, look at it either at the beaches early on or yeah. when the bars open back up and yeah. people weren't socially distant and got crazy yeah uh so that's happening on college campuses and that's why we're seeing the outbreaks whether it was unc or or notre dame i i don't think we're going to get into the zone separate bubbles i think it's too late in that game like what are you going to change right now if you're if you're notre dame versus what you had planned for the last few weeks which already looked like a disjointed plan by the big uh, by some of the conferences, like the Big Ten or or college football in general, let's yeah. just say that. So, what does your plan entail, and how? What's the pivot? Like, it, there's nowhere to pivot out of this, and I think that's what most people have decided, right? There's no way to the pivot is when you had to pivot out of this uh, months ago, and nobody knew exactly what it was. It was stop everything. Yeah. Well, now that you put a plan together, it's like the NFL. No different. If the NFL all of a sudden, which seems to be working, I think there are, and this was a count as of like yesterday, I think there are 17 across the NFL on the COVID-19 list. That's it. And keep in mind, that does not mean those are 17 positives. That means they might have been in touch with somebody that was or around somebody that was uh, that tested positive. So that's a phenomenal number to this point. But if they were to have some outbreaks, what's the pivot Mm-hmm. I don't know there is one. And I'm talking about like before games get played, like in the next couple of weeks, if all of a sudden, boom, 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 the numbers started going up like they're going up at Notre Dame. What would you do? I I think you've already bought into your plan and your plan's either going to work or it's not. It's what we said about baseball. Baseball is like, oh, my goodness. In the first weekend, look at the Miami Marlins. This plan is not going to work. They should have done a bubble. They should have played in Arizona, should have played in Florida. Mm-hmm. It's not working. Well, I still am a little lukewarm on that theory. I understand, like, listen, the Yankees aren't playing again this weekend with the Mets. They, we've had our issues with maybe the Reds uh, for a series. But there have been two prime outbreaks on teams, and that was the Cardinals and the Marlins. And it appeared like it was their own doing. Mm-hmm. So everybody else overall has done pretty pretty well. The, the MLB method has been pretty good overall. They've lost some games. They've had some issues. But... I think it's actually working more than the narrative has kind of lent itself. Uh, but if you have to pivot around, man, I just don't know where you go. You either start or stop. You continue or stop. Yeah. That's it. And I don't, Notre Dame right now has stopped, right? 
Yeah. Oh, they stopped having class. Yeah, class yeah. on campus. Go and ahead. so you can suspend practices for a few days. You can try to let it calm itself down, quarantine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you're doing that for two weeks. Yeah. Uh, you know, that the football people, are they going to do that? Are they going to shut down for two weeks while everybody else in the ACC is practicing for two weeks? I don't think so, but uh, I think it's all or nothing, man. And you said it, right? I mean, there's obviously a correlation to parties and social gatherings and people and the COVID numbers increasing. What are your thoughts on about the tailgating situation? Like, if you're the schools right now, I mean, is it ethical to allow tailgating? Uh, it's a good. I don't. I, when you bring in ethical. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess is it is, is it right? I mean, like, yeah. should, should, should you be doing it? I don't want to bring like you know yeah, morals if, into this, but well, listen, we're, we're football crazy down here in the southeast, right? So I've seen. Did you see Mississippi? Yes. His governor. Yes. What he said? Yeah. Basically, took a shot at the Big Twelve, uh, Big Ten, and Pac Twelve. Yeah. And but he said, but we're gonna we're gonna abandon tailgating, but we're playing football unlike those guys. Would yeah. you rather play foot watch football or tailgate? True. And so, what? But the flip side of that is, I think Florida State. I'm trying to go back and find out. Yesterday, came out with a plan to have some tailgating. Yeah. Uh, this is what Florida State. Yeah, they can tailgate, but there are guidelines. In order to promote a safe environment, FSU has adopted the following: all parking lots will open three hours before kickoff. Patrons will be limited. I didn't know they were called patrons like the masters there at FSU. <laughs> uh, patrons will be limited to individual tailgates at their own spaces. Patrons. Anytime you're drinking from a beer bong, you're no longer a patron. Okay? You're, you're a somebody. All right? You're just a casual person. All right. Sorry. Uh, all attendees are asked to maintain the six-foot social distancing standard between – yeah. Oh, that's obvious. All patrons are encouraged to wear face masks when travel. So they basically put it on the patrons or the fans uh, to – Police themselves. I think here's what the easy thing to do is why even do it? Yeah. You know, you if I think the Mississippi, I think it was the governor. I think there I would follow that procedure instead. I think people might do it anyway, and you might not be able to police it. Mm-hmm. Like if people tailgate in Jacksonville. And the government, the city, Mayor Lenny Curry, doesn't come out and say anything about it in terms of what you can and can't do or it's off limits or not. I think you could tailgate if you want to downtown and they can't do anything. It's public gotcha. property. Okay. So if they don't want it, they've got to do what that governor did and ban it across the state or in the city or, yep. or wherever. So what I guess what I'm getting at was would Florida State be able to do that? Did they have the jurisdiction to do that, or would Tallahassee have to do that in gotcha. some respect? Um, but I would pro- let's just say this: but I would try to make that happen. I would not encourage that. When you got a chance to get twenty thousand fans in the stadium, twenty percent, whatever it is, yeah. People understand what it is right now. Let's not push it. Uh, I would say, hey, show up to the game and go go watch yeah. the game if you want to do it. But let's not but let's not be the, doing the tailgate. But thing. that's the thing, though, Brent. How can you justify telling people, you know what, you can go to the game, but you can't tailgate? You know, it goes hand in hand. But here's what the came thing, first, right? chicken or the egg? Yeah, but so what you're getting at, I think, to me is, okay, so what about the students? Why can't they tailgate, right? Or why can't they hang out? Well, well I'm s- going to hang out anyway, yeah. somewhere. Yeah. And I don't yeah. think you can police it all the way. 
Correct. But I almost think, like, I disagree a little bit with Florida State here, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they put out the guidelines and they follow the guidelines, and if you're not, then you can police it because you put out guidelines. Mm -hmm. That could be a part of it. But I almost, I, I just think this kind of encourages gatherings to say, okay, well, if we do this, well, what happens if you do th- Do you think the folks at Florida, Georgia, I understand there's a lot of peop- more people, and that's kind of an event, a different event. Mm-hmm. Do you think what they do there is actually in the laws and written allowed to do? I mean, yeah. have you seen the site down there? <laughs> I don't, somewhere in the, in the statutes, I don't know if that is allowed. Uh, yeah, you're right. But it's allowed it's on that day. It's man. It's Thunderdome there. <laughs> you know? There's no rules over there. So, yeah, I got you. I think that's why you'll be a little careful with that. Banning, it's a tough one, too. Yep. But I would have probably said, hey, let's, we're not going to do it this year. Yeah. We're allowing you in. Come see the game. We want people to be able to come see the game. Let people tailgate wherever they're going to tailgate. It's like watching, listen, if you're not going to Jags games this year, you might still do something on your cul-de-sac. Right, the yeah. city or the Jags or whatever might not encourage you all gathering in in your in your driveway. You might not be socially distancing, wearing masks, but they're probably not going to do anything. You can't do anything about it if you're in your cul-de-sac, correct? Right, on yep. your own property. So, um, it's a uh, it's a good call. I just don't. I would have said no. What would you have said? <sighs> I think I would have said no as well. I mean, if if you're concerned about. You know, social gatherings, obviously, and you're shutting down school because guys are going to parties or, or, you know, students are going to parties. Well, then you have to say the same thing for for tailgating because guess what? Tailgating, spoiler alert, it's a lot of drinking, it's a lot of social gathering, and it's a lot of people being around each other. And if you're concerned about your students' well-being, it's hard to justify having tailgating. Thought also, I don't know if he wants me to mention his name, so I won't, but uh, in the college eligibility, all undergrads also get an additional year of eligibility, so potential four-year recruiting impact. Uh, which is a good point. It's not just folks that lost their season. Uh, thanks for that reminder. And the, it, he even brings up the, the roster management for coaches is going to be challenging. Absolutely. And that includes the recruiting trail. No doubt about it. Adam, by the way, when it comes to conditioner and shampoo in the shower, <laughs> me and the lady friend, six bottles. My hair is awesome, plus all her stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. We'll be back. Wrap up a week here on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Some final thoughts from the Jaguars camp practice. And uh, they got to scrimmage a little bit tomorrow. We'll be back on ESPN 690. Brent Martineau. Uh, then I said, still looking for his fourth career sack. Austin Lane. I'm spending pretty much every single day with somebody for pretty much two years now that you know somebody. And they surprise you. <laughs> I sit here before you right now, and I am surprised. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Uh, a lot of times we have both Coach McAdoo and Coach Gruden in the meetings, um, and both of them have so much experience. You know, it's it's fun, those conversations as we're kind of talking through things. You know, they both come with different uh, perspectives, but, you know, eventually kind of we all get to the same point and, you know, trying to just make us better, and uh, I'm appreciative for all the lessons that they're teaching me. Is this Taylor Swift? No. Huh. You know who it is? No. Okay. This is bed music. How do you know it's not Taylor Swift? This is not real music. Driving in your car. This is not Taylor Swift. Going to the bar. This is better than Tim. This is like Tim McGraw. And windows are down. Because I'm Taylor Swift. It's Taylor Swift. <laughs> That's like Tell her me it's biggest not. hit. I, I yeah, can hear it now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the song's called I'm Taylor Swift. Yeah. You never heard it? Coos, how much Taylor Swift do you play on WAPE? Right now, uh, only 
one or two songs. I feel like she's back on countryside a little bit oh, from some of the stuff I've been. Oh, well, Brent. Oh, no, 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 no. Nah, I think so. No, no, Brent. Oh. She went, like, slower oh, with, like, she, her. She went all turn. she have a new song called, like, like uh, Cardigan. What is it? Cardigan. Cardigan. Brent, she, she went alternative on us. Oh, she did? Yeah. So do you, you know a guy by the name of, well, it's actually a group, but do you know Bon Iver? Ever heard of him? Well, won a Grammy a couple years ago for Best New Artist. He, he produced Kanye West's album a little bit, helped produce Taylor Swift's album. Is that how you say his last name? Bon Iver. Well, that's it. he's not a person. That's the group. Oh, okay. Justin Vernon. Okay, no, okay. no, no. It's Justin Vernon's the guy. Bon Iver's the group. Okay. And you better believe it drives me crazy when people say, hey, that's Bon Iver, and that's just actually the group. I thought it was Bon Iver. Exactly. Oh, As you yeah. say, a lot of people think that. But fun fact, he's from Eau Claire, Wisconsin. So one of my best friends, AP, he always sees Bon Iver or Justin Vernon. At the pickle? No, well, he's been in the pickle, yeah. He talks about the pickle, but he's, he's at Target all the time. And he drives it. <laughs> well, get this. Dude's won, like, a bunch of Grammys. Has like the 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 crappiest pickup truck ever. Like he's like the most humblest dude of all That's time. That's awesome. Yeah. So, anyways, he helped. I'm Taylor Swift. To his music now. Yeah. So he he helped produce Taylor Swift's album, and it's more alternative. It's more you know just kind of mellow. Interesting. Have I listened to it? Yeah. You better believe it. I have. You have? I have. Do you like it? Yeah. I, 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 I'm not a Taylor I'm Swift I'm going to show you after the show uh, of the texting chain. I'm not sure if I should announce it. <laughs> Me and my friends had a little texting chain about Taylor Swift. Uh, and, yeah, her, and, her, and her new album. No, it's it, nothing bad. It's just know, like those yellow lights. If you hesitate, don't go. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I think it's okay. I can say it real quick. <laughs> All right. So. Oh, boy. And, and we're off the rails right now, and that's okay. Kuz, you remember Taylor Swift and Katy Super Perry? Evan, what are you doing next yeah. week? You remember Taylor Swift <laughs> and Katy Perry? If we're talking about golf scores for two hours, I'm talking about Taylor Swift and Katy Perry. Remember when Taylor Swift and Katy Perry got in a big fight? And there was like, even, yeah. yeah, and I took Katy Perry's side, right? And my friend yeah. AP, who was in Eau Claire, took Taylor Swift's side. So I turned my back on Taylor Swift. Here's how the conversation goes. After I heard the, I heard the new album with Justin Byrne, I'm a big Bon Iver fan. I'm like, dang, dude, she, she kind of crushed it. So I go, happy Taylor Swift album release day. Also, I know that I've been very critical of her in the past, even hoping that she would get dragged by Katy Perry. I guess I was wondering if I could come back home to you guys. Can I come home and listen to Taylor Swift again? His response, Matthew 10, 40, chapter, or I'm sorry, Matthew 10, chapters 40 through 42. Whoever receives you receives me, and whoever receives me receives him who sent me. The one receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And the one who receives a righteous person because he is a righteous person will receive a righteous person award. Welcome home. By the way, best part about this You're whole story, in. my friend, atheist, <laughs> quoting Bible verses about Taylor Swift just to prove a point. And there we go. That's how powerful Taylor Swift is. I remember when we on the show we had uh, Taylor Swift album drop day. Yep. And you guys got so excited. Well, I think Kuz got excited. Kuz got excited. I was just trying yeah. to the brand out. What is that? Is this Cardigan? This is just another one of those oh. dead music. Oh, okay. Another right. song yeah. you want to drop another? Yeah. Are, are, are we going off the shirt? No. Are we freestyle, freestyle Fridays now? I got to sing songs? No, we're good. Freestyle Fridays. I like that idea. Taylor Except it has Swift. to be sports topics. We're good. But anyways, yeah. So Taylor Swift, I mean, she's, 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 she's she, she helps the brand out. Like if we were to play Taylor Swift for a full day, her fan base would probably come on her show. Probably have 2,000 viewers. I got a like feeling that. her fan base doesn't care about our show. Probably not. Probably not. If we, it, it, well, we're all taken. If one of us dated her, I'm sure they would. But well, that's a little different. It's a little different. We're married. Whoa, me and you are. Kuz, we're married. 
Man, the tea. And, there's the and there's a lot of conditioner and shampoo in the bathroom. <laughs> too much, if you will. Oh, yeah, but I got, I got a text message about that, too. Uh, thanks, I bet you did. Thanks for setting me up, Brent. Yeah. Steph was not listening, but she'll see the tweet later. I probably. Go. Yeah. Uh, the hey, Coos, Speaking of music, <laughs> you had. A, I know you're about to drink whatever you're drinking. Who knows what's in that cup? It's Friday. Tea. But what was the big thing? You guys had this big uh, musical tweet chain <laughs> yeah. last night. Don't say guys. He did. I didn't have anything to do with it. Well, you were responding to it. Oh, yeah. Well, Stuart brought it to my attention. All right, so quick, my side of the story. So last night, the Deftones, who's one of my probably top ten favorite bands of all time, released a new song. I think first time in four or five years we heard new stuff from the Deftones. I'm getting a lot of feedback, by the way, right now about my shirt. Props to you guys. Um, needless to say, it drops at 12 o'clock, right? Because you can't do it at a normal time. It's got to be at midnight Eastern. So you time. had to stay up. So stayed up in our bedroom. And how do you think my wife felt about that? How do you think my wife felt where I'm playing the Deftone song over and over and over again? Mind um, you, well, and you know how my ears are. So I can't just listen to it nice and soft. I have to play it at max level. Yeah. She was not impressed. So literally, I woke her up out of her deep sleep. Well, she's tell like, her not you? to keep so much shampoo and conditioner in the shower. Right, Brent? you got to establish some stuff, right? But she's like, literally, like, what are you doing right now? I'm like, babe, it's new Deftones. What are you talking about? They have a new album dropping off a couple months. It's good. So that was my story. Coos had a different side of the story. Oh, so this was different. Yes. Band for you, Coos. Yeah, so the other station I work for, they um, there's a band called BTS, which is probably one of the most social media-wise, like... Should we hardcore tag them on it right now? It would be, actually, if you saw the, the, the like, three tweets I put out, like, it was insane. I've never seen that happen before. Um, but the, the BTS, uh, they're a K-pop band. And so most of their songs aren't in English. Yeah. And so they released a song last night that was in English. So we were premiering it at midnight like they do with most songs. Um, and so uh, one of our higher-ups decided instead of playing it once, let's do like what Austin did and let's just play it for the entire hour as the only song we played. Mm. Uh, so I'm like, all right, well, if I'm going to have to hear this song 15 times in a row, I want the BTS fans to actually – be able to enjoy this sure so I, I put out a few tweets about it made sure to hype it up and that's when Stuart saw the the tweets going out for sure yeah so the why is midnight the drop time it's a new music friday they just they got yeah. it set a time it used to be tuesday too now it's it's tuesday and friday which is crazy and they played it 15 times in a row I did the math. It was either 15 or 16. That song was like three minutes and 20 seconds long. So did some? Did anybody uh, <laughs> comment? You're stuck. Yeah. Like I, something's um, stuck. Can I talk I, to your manager? I definitely put my name all over it. So I'm hoping it, I'm hoping somebody did because I I want that to happen. <laughs> well, That's well, like my favorite. People get so upset. And here's the thing too, right, Brent? Like Stuart tagged me what Kuz is doing. You know how I feel about it. All right. I wanted to say something. I, I had a smart Alec comment that I want to get out there. You're usually sleeping at this point. I'm usually sleeping, but hey, I'm wide awake to some Deftones right now. It's the B12 shot that I needed, apparently. But with that being said, I was going to go after Akuz a little bit and attack him for playing BTS for a full hour. But then, and he brought it to my attention as well, but I already knew this, their fan base, they'll, they'll come after Rabbit. you now. They'll come after you now. Yeah, it's uh, it's insane. That's wild. Yeah. All right. They, they hand-wrote me a letter Found where I worked the building and yeah. sent it to us. Really? Yeah. They're, I mean, they're they're very persistent and kind, but they can also be some Doberman pinchers, bro. Like they, who who handwrites a, a letter anymore? Right. Well, that's why I was like, oh my gosh, I def, like at first we we're just gonna play the song, and then there's a handwritten letter. I'm like, all right, well, we got to play it at least more than once, and then so 
from, from, from the fan club wrote you that? The fan club, the BTS of Florida wrote it. Who do, ah, who do you, uh, I did notice there were a couple of Twitter handles. Yeah. How old do you think the member of that fan club is that runs that thing? I have no idea because uh, the what, originally that person reached out to me, but I would not be able to find that comment now because of all the reach posts. One of the uh, founding principles of this show that we started about 20 months ago is to not talk about music for this long. Here we are, especially when we talk about music on the next show after us. So we're, we're, we're kind of setting them up a little bit. Yeah, so I apologize to all the listeners we're, we're, we're out there. We're priming the pump for them. I it's feel okay. like we've gone past our allotted time. Well, hey, let's go, let's go back to those golf scores. Brent, what do we got today now? Well, we got, we got what we have, this is 60? sports. We have the worst. <laughs> we have sports, people. And what we have is the most disappointing 60 in the history of golf. 60. This is the. I said it was the equivalent to the perfect game. Yes, you did. Well, this is two outs in the ninth with two strikes, and the guy gets a dribbler, <laughs> and that breaks up the perfect game. Error. Was or error. 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 Yeah, yeah, error. Yeah, error. Yeah. Perfect game could be or walks him. Right. Yep. Yeah. Either one. He, Dustin Johnson. If you're just catching up with us, was 11 under par through yeah. 11 holes. Like I want. I I love saying it. It was incredible. Birdie eagle, birdie eagle, birdie par, birdie birdie par. Twenty seven on the front. Then he goes birdie birdie on the back to start. Eleven under after eleven holes. Twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, all pars. Mm. He needed one more birdie, and the eighteenth hole was a par five, which every hole every par five is like a, a par four for Dustin Johnson. Without a doubt. And uh, wasn't able to get it done. He Scotty Scheffler, though, did shoot 59. We almost had two 59s in the same round. And quite frankly, I think it's fair to say we should have. Yeah. Uh, it's like Dustin Johnson was 11 under through 11 holes. So anyway, he didn't get there. Uh, that is uh, the big story this afternoon in the golf world. How about the NBA? Uh, the lottery pick, the Knicks. Ooh. Womp, womp. You know what it brings up? Listen, should, does the NBA need the Knicks? Like, should they have rigged this thing? Oh. Call. Um, they don't need the Knicks. No. They should listen. They shouldn't. Well, it because it's we are talking integrity. about viewership being down, right? That was like a few days ago. We were, but I, I just wonder if the Knicks would save that. You know, I mean, the I, like, big market listen, would be invested. The reason we had a a conversation about the ratings being down in the NBA and was because me, as casual NBA guy, yeah, was like, wow, I like, I feel like there's a ton of momentum. Sure. For the NBA. I feel like there's stars, there's storylines. The commission is the best in sports, potentially. They've got all this stuff going on. Forward thinking on a lot of different levels. And then I was like, I read that article. I was like, wow. this, And it's not just like the last few months. I mean, we're talking, if again, to go back on that conversation, it's ever since 2012, the ratings have started to decline yeah. in the NBA. I was stunned by it. I really was. And... So that tells me, well, the Knicks aren't saving that. Now, well, the Knicks have yeah. been bad since, like, 2012. But the, that's a that's a basketball problem. That's not because the Knicks are a bad problem. Well, exactly. Look, look at it. Like, LeBron's on the Lakers right now, and ratings so aren't doing that good, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you have a storied team like the Lakers, and even when they were struggling a little bit, ratings were better. So, like, I, I don't buy the narrative that if the Knicks get the first pick and then you rebuild them, that's going to save the ratings they are a storied franchise, but I don't buy into that at all. I just think right now the Knicks are just one of the best kept on going stories in sports where it's just like, how bad can you guys possibly get? Like, how many times can this team be disappointed? Well, they are. They're one of they're one of the most disappointing or worst franchises in sports. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how long the list is either. And you know what? I don't feel bad for them because they're owner. So, yeah. I mean, I'm well, and most people point to the owner. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't feel bad. Awful. Yep. So, 
I mean, like, I think the most irrelevant franchise, and I understand this is a careful conversation in Jacksonville is a smaller market in the NFL and a team that hasn't done very well, but this isn't even close because I can show you the Jack, they were worth like $2.3 billion. They're one of 32 NFL teams, which is such a popular sport. I think like the most irrelevant team to me, if you, if you, in sports, like if, uh, I don't even watch the NHL much, but yeah. if you think about one of the top teams, is the Florida Panthers. Yeah. Like, I seriously sometimes, I'm not, I give away a little secret right now. I have to ask myself, like, are the Florida Panthers still the Florida Panthers, or did they move? Sure, it's almost like, like the it's like the Atlanta Thrashers. Like, are Atlanta Thrashers still there or not? <laughs> like, I have Sorry. to ask myself that question sometimes. Or, yeah. I think they are like the most irrelevant franchise in sports. Well, I remember they had like two years ago they had only like six thousand people opening night, like yeah. opening night of the NHL, which is a big night, obviously. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, but the Knicks are not irrelevant. It's almost they're a punchline. Sure, they might be the biggest punchline in sports. Yeah. Let me ask you this about the Florida Panthers real quick. Is it because they haven't had a lot of success lately? Because think about Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is kind of the hot thing. National Predators are the hot thing because they've oh, had so some success. Yeah. yeah, it's a little bit Miami. Miami's been an issue. Yeah. Miami, uh, that's a Florida issue sometimes, but it's a Miami issue especially mm-hmm. when it comes to attendance. I don't think if they were as successful as the Lightning, they would necessarily have the crowd of the Lightning. Sure. I'm not convinced of that. Okay. Maybe, but I'm not convinced of that. Uh, NBA playoffs, by the way, Toronto wins are going up 3-0. Utah's up big on Denver in Game 3. Damian Lillard's expected to play despite a, a, a dislocated finger. Yeah. Lakers look good last night. Lakers look dang good. Anthony Davis, welcome to the party. Yeah, so uh, NBA playoffs continue all week long. But, oh, by the way, the Bucks won too, in case you didn't know. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way. By the way, in case you didn't know. Maybe we'll talk about him That's later, all right. Hey, like Chris Middleton, more than four points, though, next time, please. Four points over under Something on like the three-point line. Wasn't good for you. Yeah, it is what it is. Jags are back at it all weekend long. We'll be out there. Follow along on social media. They'll scrimmage a little bit tomorrow. Looking forward to that, and uh, we'll be back with you on Monday. We've got First and Ten training camp on TV tonight, CBS 47, Fox 30. Also, a classic game tonight, CBS 47, 8 o'clock. It's the Jags in Pittsburgh in the playoffs from a couple years ago. Enjoy it. It'll be a lot of fun. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for hanging with us on ESPN 690. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.